TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Lots of interesting texts that have come in just during the break. We were talking about the mask mandate as it relates to air travel. Here's just a sampling of some of the items we received. I cannot imagine this. We flew to Alaska last year with a mask ordeal. It was the worst trip we ever made. Oh, I get it. I get it. I cannot imagine. I mean, most of my trips, I've gotten spoiled because most of my trips, I go to Kentucky. It's about a 45-minute flight most of the time. I think a couple of other places I've gone, you know, recently, regular trips, no more than about 90 minutes. If I go to Florida or something like that, it's not ter- not a not a big deal, a terrible ordeal, ordeal, but I cannot imagine if I were sitting on a plane, like to go to Hawaii, Hawaii directly out of Charlotte. That's about 10 hours of wearing that mask. This is crazy. Wow, just get used to being bullied. Mandates, mandates. Vince, power, manipulation, control, along with full pockets, is all our Marxist government is about. Hmm. Interesting. This person saying, I'm not able to listen in at the moment. If you're able to reply via text, it would be greatly appreciated. I'm a 25-year-old. I've been listening to you as long as I can remember. My father had us listen to you and write papers after doing research on things you've said. Are you serious? You're a very truthful and trustworthy man. I appreciate that. Don't listen to the critics. They're not worth the time of day. Wow. That is so so heartwarming. Thank you for listening. I hope you're able to hear this on the podcast later. Not able to listen now. Vince, would you please stop saying masks don't work? They may not be 100%, but they do help. Vince, what will we say if the pilots are shut down by a judge? Guess we'll just accept the dictatorial mandates. This is part of our system, isn't it? Vince, just wondering if you've ever seen a battery-operated government vehicle or even a hybrid. Yes, there are some. Now people won't have to get tipsy before they get on a plane, and maybe people will behave. (laughs) You just never know. Vince, I sub at a major high school in CMS. First day of no masks, maybe. 10% of the students wore them. And more senior citizen subs like me wear them. I don't wear the masks as a protest against propaganda. Good for you. 
I fully understand where you're coming from. By the way, um, I mentioned I have a good friend in the school system. And I think they had picture day recently. And one of the things he found intriguing is a lot of the students. Whereas you would think this is a great opportunity to take the mask off and have my picture taken, you know, for school pictures. He found a number of the students wanted to keep them on. Isn't that interesting? I mean, that really surprised me. Really surprised me. Faith Focus Friday. Wow. I um, want to get into something that, uh, you know, it's, it's, I'm sure, likely to be controversial to some. Not all, but to some. Because it really gets into uh, a couple of things that we have bought into in our information age. I guess you can call these twin posts from Dr. Steve Crosby. I sent this to a friend of mine who was tremendously blessed by it. And, and I know this may shock some of you. I don't think I've shared this, but I'm going to now. The heading for this from Dr. Steve Crosby, I don't believe in Bible study. Boy, some of you are going to be, oh my goodness, what is Vince going to say now that's outrageous? Steve says, well, at least I have your attention. I don't believe in Bible study the way it is done as a thing, as a process of acquisition and mastery of concepts and principles. I've heard preacher after preacher passionately talk about laying in the principles of God's word into people's hearts, line upon line, precept upon precept, to resounding amens and hallelujahs. These same preachers apparently have never read Isaiah 28 in context, as line upon line, precept upon precept, is a disciplinary judgment from Yahweh upon an apostate, infantile, and drunken priesthood who would not come to him. Relate, not postulate about principles. This is what I've so loved about Steve Crosby. If nothing else, this man has really helped to teach me the importance of the relational nature of the gospel. And this is what's gotten lost in so much of so-called evangelicalism. We focused on principles rather than relating. By the way, I'd encourage you, if you want to read more about legalism, Steve writes a great book called Silent Killers of Faith. It's available on Amazon. It is worth reading. Let me continue reading what Steve has posted. How a clear judgment on apostasy becomes the model the goal, the method, the standard of our preaching is an indication of how lousy a lot of Bible preaching truly is and how a lot of what is supposedly fidelity to Scripture is anything but. The Bible functions like the aroma from a pizzeria or bakery. It awakens hunger and points to reality outside of itself that will fulfill that hunger. If the aroma does not lead you to experience pizza or donut, you have missed the point. If you do your master's thesis or doctoral dissertation or your Sunday morning sermon prep talking about the principles and concepts of the atomic mysteries of scent, odor, and aroma, you've missed the point. 
for the topic of your profundity. Just like it is possible to smell the pizza and walk on by, so it is with preaching. Preaching is supposed to be a divine event, an experience, a transformative encounter with pizza. It's not supposed to be the endless acquisition of Bible information. This is why Sunday after Sunday after Sunday, there is a lot of aroma, but no pizza. Aroma can be ignored. You can develop passionate theories about pizza and have no clue about what you think you know from the aroma. You have never really had pizza. You can even memorize the menu of the pizzeria and impress your friends about how much you know about what the menu says about pizza and the deep symbolism in the process of making good mozzarella. But at the end of the day, you just have a theory and nobody eats a theory, even a correct one. We can browbeat other people to be excited about our theory of the pizzeria menu under the guise of evangelism. This is why I don't believe in Bible study. Wow, this is powerful, isn't it? It's all about stimulating the aroma. It's not about talking endlessly. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Out the ingredients, ladies and gentlemen. Earlier on was talking about his father having him listen to the broadcast. This texter is saying, uh, Vince, stop having your relatives text you when you're on the air. Our father had us listen to you and write down yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Love the sense of humor of some of you folks. The other Steve Crosby post on Faith Focus Friday. And I said this was kind of a twin post. I shared the one with you about what he had to say about Bible study. This is the second one, and I think it goes along the same lines. We are not enlightened because we read the Bible. We read the scriptures to maintain the possibility of being enlightened. A prepared mind is the soil of discovery and understanding. 
Christians are not supposed to believe in magic. Unfortunately, for many of my good charismatic and ex-charismatic friends and ex-friends, their concept of the Holy Spirit is magic. They believe intellectual discipline is legalism. Or worse. All we need is Holy Spirit downloads. That is, the Holy Spirit does auto-interpretation of Scripture. <laughs> as recent, recently as last week, I saw another absurd post from people who should know better, demeaning the function of the mind, demeaning learning, demeaning study, because it gets in the way of the Holy Spirit. Do you see the pattern here? The last post I shared with you, he was really tackling what amounts to bibliolatry, people who have basically turned the Bible into the fourth member of the Trinity. Now he's going to the other end and talking about people who are undisciplined and perhaps don't read the Bible at all. And this is the kind of mindset where people, well, I'm just going to let the Spirit lead. But I'll continue on. I once had a self-proclaimed apostle and head of a multinational network of churches, literally hundreds of churches, look to this guy, tell me he never studies the scripture because it gets in the way of the flow of the spirit. Oh my goodness. He then laughed and said after he preaches, he goes back to the scripture and hopes he can find justification for what he preached. He, th he thought the matter quite funny. I didn't. This is cult material, but the logical end of private Holy Spirit downloads. That is nothing other than painting over ignorance and laziness with fake spirituality. The Holy Spirit in Scripture does one and only one thing, testifies and bears witness to and reveals Jesus and his cross. The discipline of study is our part in the process. It's like clearing the jungle for a plane runway. The plane lands in the, sp in the space that has been made. Prepare the way of the Lord. That includes the landing strip between our ears. Isn't this great? On the one hand, we need to avoid thinking that just because we apprehend concepts and ideas, we apprehend and grasp the person. On the other hand, we have to avoid the other ditch which is to avoid truth altogether and just buy into the idea that the Spirit will lead us. We don't need to study. See, it doesn't matter which ditch you go into. I mean, try driving a car into a ditch. It really doesn't matter whether you go off the left or the right. <laughs> You're going to destroy your car no matter what. Just some... Wonderful thoughts here. I hope these things are helpful to you, as they have been for me for years. A few items I still want to get to in the broadcast, and this is one a number of you have sent texts to me about asking my opinion. I have always held Mark Meadows in high esteem. I think I mentioned I last saw Mr. Meadows maybe three years ago. Something like that. I saw him a few months before he was appointed as chief of staff for the president, as in President Donald Trump. Ran into him at the airport, of all places. We sat down and talked for a good hour or so. I love Mark Meadows. This story, reported by Huffington Post, Mark Meadows investigated for possible vote fraud in North Carolina. 
I love the way Huffington Post writes this story. So unbiased. Former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, a champion of Donald Trump's stolen election lies. Why don't they do a story about Barack Obama? The man who was in the White House, who abandoned people in Benghazi. Why don't they do that in the headline of the story about Obama? They would never do that in a million years. But anyway, Mark Meadows, the subject of North Carolina investigation into whether he illegally registered to vote using an address where he reportedly never lived. This is according to the state attorney general's office. Josh Stein is the AG, and he's asked the State Bureau of Investigations and the State Board of Elections to look into Meadows' voter registration. Meadows used the address, a mobile home in a remote area in the western part of the state, to vote by absentee ballot in 2020. The district attorney for Macon County, where the home is located, asked the state attorney general to investigate. Meadows, a former House member from North Carolina and a prominent promoter of Trump's false claims that the 2020 presidential election was stolen, listed a 14 by 62 foot mobile home in Scaly Mountain as his address on his voter registration form submitted September 2020, according to The New Yorker. His wife stayed there once, but there's no indication Meadows himself ever visited. The former owner told The New Yorker he did not come. He's never spent a night in there. Providing a false address on a voter registration form is a federal crime, according to The New Yorker. Meadows has not publicly commented on his registration despite widespread publicity since the controversy erupted earlier this month. The Meadowses sold their only home in North Carolina in March 2020. A few months later, Mark Meadows filed his voter registration form listing scaly mounting property as his home address. The director of Macon County's Board of Elections told The New Yorker, I'm kind of dumbfounded, to be honest with you. I looked up this McConnell Road, which is in Scaly Mountain. I found out it was a dive trailer in the middle of nowhere, which I do not see him or his wife staying in. By the way, the couple bought a $1.6 million home in South Carolina in 2021, also have a condo in Washington's Virginia suburbs, according to the New Yorker report. So, what happened here? I do not know. I'll be glad to ask Mr. Meadows next time I talk to him, if I do reach him. Actually, I've not had any contact with him since he has joined the Trump administration. Whatever that means. So, all I can say is I wish Mark Meadows the best. Just putting that out there. Much more as we continue the broadcast. Coming up. Wow, there's so many things I want to get to. I'm afraid to promote anything. How about this? (laughs) The New York Times deciding to pick up a story that many of us knew before the election. (laughs) This one is hilarious. They're kind of hazing. The New York Post is hazing the Times. We'll talk about it as we continue. Stay with us. 
Yeah, so much to get to before we um, move on here today. I quickly want to respond to something on the text line. If you're on the phone, phone, hold on. We're going to try to get to some of your calls here as well. Faith Focus Friday question. Vince, do you believe in divine miracles, speaking in tongues, raising the dead? For these signs shall follow those that believe in him. Where do we get these gifts? Yes, I absolutely believe in all of them. That's the quick answer. I was going through a life trial several years ago, was seeking some counseling from a respective Christian friend on proper actions to help alleviate the problem. His response was, just go with God and I'll pray for you. I didn't say anything but thought, gee, thanks a lot. That was really helpful. Sadly, this is what you get out of the Christians in most churches. (laughs) You have no idea, no idea how much that resonates. (laughs) Just go with God. (laughs) <laughs> my gosh I'm serious I, I uh, gosh what do you do with that one I promised we would touch on this before we get to some of your calls New York Post hazing the New York Times a comprehensive report about the ongoing federal probe into Hunter Biden's tax filings published by the New York Times Wednesday night confirmed the existence the existence of the first son's infamous laptop. What year is this? 2022? In October 2020, before the election, the Post exclusively reported on the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop that he ditched at a Delaware repair shop in April 2019. The laptop's hard drive contained a trove of emails, text messages, photos, financial documents. You know all of this, and you've known it for several years. And all of a sudden, the New York Times has decided to pick up on this thing. <laughs> Is this not hilarious? It's, it's just absolutely mind-boggling. Let's try to uh, get a couple of calls in here very quickly. Uh, I'm going to give you each about 30, 45 seconds, so it's got to be quick. Am, Mick, you are on, Mick. you got about 30, 45 That's seconds here. Sarge, I mean, Mick, that take it away. You must be not paying attention. Let's go next to Terry. Terry, good morning. you got about uh, 30 seconds here. Terry, what do you have for us? Okay, I've got a 2013 Ford C-Max plug-in hybrid. I get 72 plus miles per gallon with this. Awesome. And I don't have to charge it on long trips. You have to switch it over to gas. That's uh, it's pretty awesome. You have the best of both worlds, don't you, Terry? Uh, thanks very much for calling in and sharing about your experience. Tony in Charlotte, good morning. Hey, Vince, I got a joke for you. Uh-oh. This Uh-oh. sounds scary already. Here it is. Is it not funny how the Ukrainians voted for a comedian and got a warrior, and we Americans voted for the voice of reason and got the joke? Oh, that's pretty good. I have to give you credit for that one, Tony. Thanks very much for your call. It was pithy, and it was right on the money. I'm really impressed. Really, thoroughly impressed. Very well done. Um, let's go next to Jimmy. You have about uh, 30 seconds here, Jimmy. The New York Times may have brought this up simply to bury it. But what really galls me is my tax money was used by NPR to bury it. NPR is nothing but a propaganda organization. That's my comment. Have a good day. I hear you, Jimmy. It's really frustrating. And, And I've said this plenty of times before. This is not new at all. But I've said it's, uh... 
I fail to understand how in the year 2022, with all of the media choices out there, all of the variety, I fail to understand why the government is involved at all in media, whether that's radio or TV. This is not anti-PBS. This is not anti-NPR. I used to work for an NPR station years ago, very formative in my career. And yet I would also say to you that I don't see the reason, the justification for using taxpayer dollars when you have so many choices. Plus, again, I believe this is propaganda. This texture saying funny how Hunter's laptop, the info is coming out. Suddenly, COVID subvariants are starting to raise their ugly heads again. <laughs> yeah, here we are again. Another subvariant. Um, you know, it, it is pretty frustrating to watch. And I think many of you know by now the mainstream news media, including NPR, including PBS, these folks have been complicit in promoting propaganda. It's pro-leftist propaganda. And as a result, what you end up with is the continuation of a profoundly uninformed and I dare say misinformed electorate. And we are certainly not the better for it. Quick item I also want to mention, and I think there's a lot of interesting information out there. Business Insider reporting on the ongoing war between Russia and Ukraine. Russian generals are dying. They're actually going near the front, hoping to rescue the invasion. I've just heard too many sources reporting on this that this is not going well. At one time, I was beginning to wonder whether this might be strategy. And the longer I hear this and the more reports I hear on this, I'm convinced there's something here. Ukraine's now claiming they've actually killed four Russian generals since the country invaded. Western officials telling Insider the generals are in harm's way because things are going badly. They're trying to manage the war more closely and end up putting themselves at risk. One of the stories here, oh, this one was really bizarre. An insider, insider's Tom Porter, noted on Thursday, U.S. officials told the Times one general was killed after using an unsecured line to communicate, and that let Ukraine work out his location, and they hunted him down. My goodness, this is pretty scary, isn't it? I mean, and this is where I, you know, again, all political considerations aside, corruption, whatever, just in terms of the people and the humanitarian concerns, I hope the people of Ukraine prevail. I just put it that way. The people of Ukraine prevail over the evil empire. How's that? Stay with us. Final stretch of the Vince Coakley radio program on this Friday. And again, it feels so good to say it's Friday, doesn't it, Lonzo? Absolutely. I don't know why, but yeah, it does. <laughs> Any exciting plans this weekend? All right, I do know why. I'm on vacation next week. So yeah, Friday. Friday Friday is pretty good for me. I really don't like you now after hearing you say that vacation. Yeah, but uh, listen, Vince, I'm just going to be doing uh yard projects, home projects. I take my spring vacation to uh do work around the house. Oh, okay. Okay. Which I can use a hand if you want to come by. I'll, I'll make a deal with you. 
I'll come by and help you one day if you fly on a day trip with me. Yeah, I, well, you know, I'd really to Florida. Like that help. I, I, <laughs> I couldn't resist. One of these days. One of these days. Uh, let's uh, delve into five questions for you, beginning in 1766. Parliament from this country repealed the Stamp Act. Great Britain. That was Great Britain, 1766, when this happened. All right, I'm going to tell you two first names. They founded a shipping and banking company in 1852. Henry and Jim. Those are their first names. You have to figure out who their last names are. Shipping and banking company. The key thing is banking. Okay, when was this again? 1852. Do you know what their last names are? Bartles and James. Oh, no. How about I give you another hint? It's not going to help. But you it's a for bank it. with a, well, significant, a significant presence in Charlotte. Uh, Chase. No, it's Henry Wells and Fargo. Jim Fargo. Yeah. That was kind of a tricky question. I get it. 1939... It's kind of uh, late to be doing this, you would think. Georgia finally ratified this document that's very essential to our Constitution. It was added on. They voted on this 150 years after the federal government was established. Go figure. What is this very important part of our Constitution? Bill of Rights? The Bill of Rights. Really? They ratified it in 1939. Well, they uh, they had to take time to read it. <laughs> oh, wow. Lonzo hating on Georgia. You're going to get some calls on that Not one, buddy. Not on Georgia. Just <laughs> Georgia politicians. Okay. I'm just messing with you. We go to 1942. This was very unfortunate for a certain group of Americans who, uh, let's just say, were born or had relatives born elsewhere it was the war relocation authority established who were they ultimately a threat to in this country during the war japanese americans yep that was the organization behind japanese internment not very good 1965 this country scored the very first spacewalk Alexei Leonov exited his space capsule while orbiting Earth. What country is he from? He was told, step out or else. <laughs> USSR. You are absolutely correct. You know what's pretty funny the other day, too? I have a friend who actually can sound Russian. I mean, it is really, really scary. Uh, Not a good much? time to be able to do that. <laughs> you don't think so, huh? You might be getting a phone call or someone showing up at your door. You never know. You just never know. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, in the final moments of the broadcast, find out from you what is ahead for the Upstate Pulse program this weekend. All right. We are in our second round of the Upstate Pulse pop culture bracket, crowning a villain. Greatest villain of all time in uh, video games, 
movies, streaming, and animated. So we're doing that, and uh, we also will uh, talk about Scott Hall and talk about my interview with Big Show. Yeah, we were talking about uh, the uh, Big Show interview um, earlier and learned the fact that he is actually from South Carolina, which is kind of intriguing. Yeah, I can't wait for that video to be up because uh, he, he broke some news that to some people might you might be like, eh, but to other people, they're going to be pretty excited about it. We were. But I can't. T- I mean, I can tell you off the air, but I can't tell everybody else. It's that's a great tease. That is very well executed. Because you're you're, you're privileged and all, all <laughs> listen to you. you. Absolutely cracked me up. We were talking, and I think this would be an interesting story. Did I don't think we discussed this, but did you see what's going on with uh, Netflix and what they are doing to try to get some of the sharing of passwords under control? No. Oh, you did not see that story. In several countries, they are basically, when they detect they, that um, you know it's being used in more than one location, they're going to send you basically an invitation to continue that service with that additional person for a nominal fee. So they're going to experiment in three countries, and if it works, it's something they may do more universally. Now, I'm not putting you on the spot and making you confess anything unless you want to, but uh, is this going to have a big impact if they start doing this in America, do you think? Uh, it probably will in America, for sure. I, I wonder how they know it's not you. Uh, it's because IP address. so many different devices. I yep. mean... Yep, I've got they, it on I'm, my phone. I've got it on my gaming systems. I, I mean, on my TV. How do they, you know, sometimes when I'm at work, I may want to throw on Netflix, not while doing this program, of course. Of course not. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how this is executed and whether it becomes a universal practice. And because uh, I know you've got uh, family members that are, you know, in different places. So just putting that out there. Uh, that's all the time we have for the broadcast today. Thanks for very, very much for joining us. Don't forget, uh, Upstate Pulse, 7 to 9 p.m. tomorrow evening. That's all for us. Have yourselves a great day and enjoyable weekend. God bless you. Take care. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.